when I said I unfortunately, <laughs> dick. It's like, excuse me? Okay, maybe it was offended because... Oh, you oh. were offended. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the EMF is just talking back today. Yeah? I'm mm-hmm. talking about you. Hi. Welcome to the show. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's called Celeste yells at the EMF that won't stop blinking. It's the ghost. Yes. It <laughs> likes us, so it's mad that I said unfortunately. Right? Jeez. Anyways, hello. Howdy. Welcome back. <laughs> oh, howie. Or welcome period, if you're listening to this backwards. Welcome exclamation point. I'm going to be a little <laughs> aggressive today. Exclamation point. All caps, yelling in Spanish. Semicolon. Dot <laughs> <laughs> com dot co slash net. Dot <laughs> ca. I was, I was going to say one. Dash gov. Dash gov. Sure. <laughs> dash gov. Hashtag paranormal plunge. <laughs> oh, that's right. Peep, peep, peeps. Peep, peep, peeps. Oh, my gosh. Horrible. <laughs> so today. Today. <laughs> We are talking, I guess, spooky forests. Yes, definitely. Or horrifying forests or Ooh. just tragic forests. I don't know. A little bit of all of the above, actually. Yes. Mine is more scary enchanted forest, if Ooh. you will. I'm excited because I have no idea what you're covering. <gasps> True. <laughs> I'm just going to not tell you. Yeah. We'll anyway, decide. they're like, I'm going to tell you all about it, and then you have to guess where it is. No, <laughs> you, I think you'd figure it out if I didn't tell you. Hmm. I don't know much about forests or well, many no, forests. Well, no, because of all the stories behind it, I feel like it'd be easy to figure out. Hmm. Anywho, I am covering the Black Forest in Germany. Oh, I don't know anything about it. Well, today you will learn. Ooh, okay. So... The Black Forest in Germany is known for its haunted dark fairy tales from the Brothers Grimm and has more than one legend about something magical and strange happening. (laughs) (laughs) It's not really a single forest, but a whole forested mountain range covering a large part of the country. Around 60% of the area is covered with some form of woodland. The Black Forest or... Schwarzwald in German goes from, excuse my German, by the way, (laughs) goes from southwest in Germany down to the Rhine Valley to the west. So southwest all the way to the rest of the west, I guess. (laughs) The rest of the west. The rest of the west. (laughs) Yeehaw. That sounds like a good cowboy movie. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, almost reaching the border to France and Switzerland. So it's on the edge. Whoa. Okay. Covering over... 6,000 kilometers squared. This time it's backwards. I don't have the non-metric <laughs> translation. The U.S. <laughs> yeah, so now so now the, the metric sexuals have the advantage because I don't know how much that is. <laughs> no, me either. Don't ask me. I, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I just know that a kilo is like, that a pound, if something is a certain amount of kilos, it's going to be roughly doubled in pounds. Like, very rough doubling. Like, if something's 20 kilos, it's going to be around 40 pounds. Mm, okay. I and see. Who. But that does not help us in this situation no, whatsoever. No, not at all. And I do not feel like converting. So, <laughs> sucks to suck. In ancient times, the Black Forest was known as Abnoba Mons after a Celtic deity, Abnoba. And I am sure I'm pronouncing that horribly wrong because it's Celtic. Oh. So you, you already know how that tends to be. 
But yeah, A-B-N-O-B-A. She was worshipped in the Black Forest and the surrounding areas and couldn't encapsulate the spirit of the Black Forest better. So yeah, like, she was, she was like, this, anyways, I'm gonna keep Being? <laughs> this just dark being that just, like, was the perfect embodiment of the forest. Ooh. She hot. was... Well, there you go. She was, of course, a forest and river goddess, so mm-hmm. she had bush, you know? <laughs> Love that. Show I mean, you. not my preference, but sure. <laughs> well, it was the... Oh, I didn't say. It was the ancient times. They didn't oh, have right, razors, right, right. So. Okay, that's okay, I guess. She passes for now. Uh, showing just how much of, imp- of an importance the thick woodlands with its wispy waterfalls and evergreen mer- meadows had for the people living there. Like, it was mm. so important for them. And the the EMF liked yep. the wispy waterfalls. So No, they like the bush. They <laughs> like the bush. <laughs> <laughs> the Romans gave the mountain range the name Black Forest because of the densely packed conifer trees, which are very dark green that are found in the area. And obviously the forest is not actually black when you look at it, but the Romans felt it was scary and dark because no light showed through the canopy of the spruce, which, yeah, it's a yep. so densely packed that it could be the brightest, sunniest day in the summer. But if you walk in, it's practically nighttime in there. It's That's crazy. crazy. Hence giving it the name Silva Negra. I don't want to say it the other way. That sounds horrible. But it was it was the Roman name. And okay. I... G-R-A. <laughs> okay. So like, almost like Selva Negra, like Spanish. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Latin. Latin. That's what I was thinking. Uh, apparently, I'm, I'm summoning something. That thing keeps <laughs> blinking. Blinking. Sadly, over time, the forest became less dense with deforestation. Sad. It used to be a mixed forest until the 19th century. When, again, it was almost completely deforested, which, mind you, that's a massive place. I know. It was replanted, this time mostly with spruce as the only type of tree. Then in the 90s, a series of windstorms, among them Hurricane, this is is quite the name, Hurricane Lothar in 1999 (laughs) swept over the Black Forest and destroyed much of the replaced forest. So it was deforested, they replanted, Hurricane Lothar was like, nah, took out... (laughs) A good chunk of those trees. And then uh, large areas were left to nature and have since grown into a natural mixed forest again, showing how nature always finds a way. Wow. So basically the hurricane took out a lot of the trees and then they just, it's natural trees started coming back. I assume because of all the winds, maybe seeds got spread around. Yeah. Things went crazy. Like the forest itself was like, this is not my natural state. I must fix myself. And then. Blew everything away and came back. Nice. The place is mainly rural. Rural. I hate that word. Rural. rural. Me too. Rural. I, the rural juror. Rural. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever watched 30 Rock? No. Oh, my God. There was a whole plot line with one of the actresses being in a movie called The Rural Juror. I hate that. And she kept saying, oh, yeah, I'm in The Rural Juror. But she would say it fast to the point where nobody knew what the hell the name of the yeah. movie was. <laughs> until they finally, like, went to the premiere or something. And it said, The Rural Juror. Mm-hmm. You know, and everyone literally saw the time. They're like, oh. oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> so every time I see rural, I'm like, the rural juror. Mm-hmm. The rural juror. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with a few large towns and many scattered villages around, uh, it has become a place where legends of the supernatural and fables are allowed to live, which I mean, such a dark and spooky forest you of course there's bound to be like there has oh, to be stuff in them mm-hmm. woods in them woods in them woods even though we're in germany <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how in, to do a german in them, no in, in, no i can't Let's i'm trying see. to imagine what they would sound like but i don't know and i do not want to offend any germans by the Smart. way welcome back German listener. <laughs> well, they're gone now. They're right. Like, uh, like, God damn it. You've offended me with your talk. I'm um, sorry. Uh, that specific attempt at an accent was horrendous. Ooh, and sorry. I'm leaving. I know. Yeah. I'm really bad. <laughs> but yeah, the forest often pops up on lists of most haunted places, both in Germany as well as worldwide, which is true. When I looked it up, it was just like a bunch of just top 10 most haunted top 50 most haunted top 20 most haunted found a couple other haunted forests that we could totally cover too okay one not too far from us so mm. once okay. we go to later anyways nice the black forest with its ominous sounding name is said to house everything from wicked witches hungry werewolves beautiful nymphs, and forest goblins between the dark trees. Many of the stories sound like they come from one of the Grimm's brothers' fever nightmare. Wow, (laughs) say that five times fast. And a couple of the stories of the Grimm brothers actually take take place in a place that sounds a lot like Schwarzwald, which is true. So yeah, it is said that the Brothers Grimm took a lot of inspiration from said forest. Okay. I even read that they may have even been, like, jumping from village to village and, like, they told them some of their stories and mm-hmm. they, they kind of adapted it into their own. Ooh, okay. So one such story is the Pied Piper of Hamelin, which I will tell a short little snippet of the story because I remember last time you... Weird enough, this story, the Pied Piper came up earlier in a past episode... Don't remember which one. (laughs) Now you're just going to have to listen to all of them again to figure it out. Try to find it. But I remember you didn't really know the story and I told like a really weird patchy version of it. So now I'm going to give you the actual like little. Ooh, okay. So the tale is set in the year 1284. Whoa. (laughs) In Hamlin, a town in in the lower Saxony region of Germany. Though it is not entirely fictional and does seem to have some historical roots. I, I couldn't see what like what parts were rooted in fact and which ones weren't. Okay. Though I, I would imagine it's going to be kind of obvious. Which are real. <laughs> which, are, mm-hmm. which ones are more likely to be the real parts. Right. Uh, the popular version of the story tells us about the Pied Piper who helped the people of Hamlin by luring away all the rats from the town thanks hmm. to his flute. So his flute playing lured them out. You know what? Ooh, hold on. I wonder, was it the, um, I want to say it was the Appalachian one. Appalachian. The Appalachian one. I think, but I don't know. Because I remember, didn't we talk about like Rumpelstiltskin? Yeah, it was probably the Appalachia episode. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I think it might have been that you one. guys should listen to that episode twice that just one to was sure. really good i was thinking about that the, like earlier today and i was like wow i feel like yeah that one was like so packed with so many stories mm-hmm. that one's good dude we again we could do a part two yeah we have to do a part two 
Go and listen to the first part, though, for sure, because it's worth it. I'm just saying. Super fun. Go listen. Oh, what was it? Felines? Oh, my God. Let's <laughs> not do it again. <laughs> so, yeah, he lured all the rats from the town thanks to his flute. However, when he did not receive the full amount of money as promised, he decided to revisit the town to seek revenge. Which, like, a guy with enough power to lure rats away, I'd be scared to not pay him. Because I'm like, what if he just, like, what if they're his little minions and he yeah. just has an attack or something? Honestly, he sends them all to you. He's too powerful. <laughs> oh, t- <laughs> it yeah. blinked. It blinked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on St. John and Paul's Day, observed on June 26th, the piper returned and played his flute to lure all the children away, never to be seen again. <gasps> Of about 130 children in the town, only one who was, th- these are not my words, only one who was lame and hence slower than the others could not keep up and was left behind to tell the tale. Oh. Some versions state two other kids being left behind, one of whom was deaf, the other blind. <laughs> I, But either way, they say at least one child was left behind. Right. And that's the one who told them what happened. Like, that's how they know what happened, supposedly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, from what I saw, obviously, it's like the, the hypnotic magical flute. I don't know about that. But they, I think parts that they think are real are the whole, like, the, a bunch of children getting kidnapped and taken mm-hmm. and never found again. And I could see maybe, oh, it was a man with a flute. Like, he was like, hey, let me let me play you something, guys. Come with me. And yeah. then, like, so I could see that maybe turning into this story somehow. Right. Why does this remind me of Coraline? The mice go toodle toodle. Maybe it's a little ah, the reference. EMF, like, yeah, it agrees. It's definitely blinking. Um. <gasps> That was a good solid blink. We need to calm the fuck down. <gasps> oh my god. Okay, hold on. I need to start recording this because it is tripping me out. Is it still gonna go? I don't know. Though? Probably Six, not. Yeah. Let's see. I don't know. The mice go toodle toodle. <laughs> I don't know. No. You're, well, you're over here catching it in 4K with your flash on. I, I mean, know. I don't think it's gonna go off. Are you gonna go off? Hold on. Give us, give us a little show, if you will. Are you there? Hello. Oh my gosh. It's no. Now no, it now it hates us. Doesn't want to talk about the Pied Piper no more. <laughs> you know what? I feel like we need to start doing a little live recording of just the EMF. Like just oh record gosh. the EMF throughout like the the whole recording. We're gonna have some sort of we're gonna have to have some sort of thing with like us someone in the background so it doesn't look like we're editing it to like oh, oh you know true, what i mean true. yeah so we'll, we'll do something of that maybe have it focused on the emf but with us it's like blurred in the background it really something. just is not blinking anymore no i bet as soon as you turn it off it'll fucking go yeah honestly fucking dick i'm just gonna <laughs> to watch it blink. insult the entity please <laughs> uh, i'm sorry okay <laughs> hold on it is also where Hansel and Gretel encountered the Wicked Witch. Oh. And where uh, the little Red Riding Hood met the Big Bad Wolf. Because they're oh. these dark, scary forests. They're the same forest. You know what? That makes sense. Okay. I'm, all, the, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> they're, they're all living in the same universe. Wow. The, the grim fairy tale universe. <laughs> But anyways, back to the actual forest where there are stories about 
A headless horseman riding on a great white steed. Oh my god. A mythical motif we see in many instances in countless ghost stories and written horror like the flame famous like <laughs> the famous Sleepy Hollow, for example. Mm-hmm. That I couldn't find any more, just that people have said they've seen a headless horseman. So oh, okay. S- sorry about that. But I do have some other stories. As I mentioned, the forest goes all the way down to the to Rhine Valley. And there they have a story about a woman slash nymph. I believe she's considered more of a nymph named Lorelai. Lorelai? Lorelai was a beautiful nymph called Lore who used to sit atop of a high rock called Alai. That's why she's Lorelai. And sing in an enchanted voice. Mesmerized by Lorelai's melodious voice, many sailors would be drawn towards her and often lose balance Falling into the rapids. Ooh, so she was basically, well, you said a nymph. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, a, yeah. she's a water nymph. Siren adjacent. Yeah. <gasps> the mermaids. Right, we can't <laughs> escape them. No. You know what? I have a little um, snippet of one later on, too. Oh, wow. And I literally was like, wow, we cannot escape the forest. Them. I mean, I guess. Yeah, any, any butter, any, any butter, water, <laughs> any <The> body. <laughs> Any body of water, they're going to be there. You can't escape them. No, they're there's everywhere. No. I mean, if we learn nothing from our mermaids episode, yeah. which is actually one of my all-time favorite episodes. Me too. Way, it's such a good one. Such a good one. You should go listen to it. Oh my Definitely. God. I like how we're just plugging every episode every ever- we've ever done in every second of this thing. Oh we're doing gosh. it for the listeners who are listening yeah. backwards. Yeah, and our our ent- entity over is here back. Blunk again. He's like, hell yeah, it or blunk. they... But yes, no, if we learn nothing from the mermaid episode, if you're near a body of water, there will be a mermaid. I don't Somewhere. know about lakes. Yeah, no, I, th- yeah, I think it yeah, was lakes probably. too. Well, I think actually, it's like- no, yeah, they are lakes. I'll, I will explain later. Okay. Anywho. While Lizzie takes a bong rip. <laughs> I was I'm trying joking. to like wait for a, for a pause. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, where was I? Many sailors would be drawn towards her and often lose balance falling into the rapids. Turns out the area where this rock is located, this is going to be fun for me, Rhine Gorge at Sankt Gorshausen. Again, Whoa. excuse my German. Wait, say it again. Sankt, Sankt, it's probably Sankt, Gorshausen. Sankt Gorshausen? Gorshausen. Gorshausen. Okay. Interesting. Anywho. Uh, sorry for butchering it. <laughs> I, I always cringe when I'm listening to something and they don't speak Spanish and they pronounce something. Oh, and I just know. It's like the literal worst. butchered. I'm just like, ooh. <sighs> well, we're doing it here now. Yeah, well, we don't speak German. I took like three weeks of German. I ended up dropping the class for reasons. <laughs> but anywho. <laughs> That's besides the point. Yes. <laughs> Guten Abend. That's all I got for you. Uh, anywho, uh, this rock was located where, where I just said, the Sankt, uh, was one of the deepest and dang- most dangerous points of the River Rhine. This story has many versions, though it was initially just a figment of imagination, so they say, mm-hmm. created by the German author Clemens Brentano in 1801. Wow. In his poem, Lorelei, so it's 
to them it's a first and last name but then it turned into a whole name right which is such a pretty name it is pretty i love that lorelei lorelei sounds like you're about to start yodeling yeah (laughs) i thought of that after i said it what if it is your that's where it came from actually oh no i don't i don't i maybe (laughs) (laughs) who knows that it, what is it? Look out for our next episode where we cover the history of yodeling. <laughs> and Lizzie attempts yodeling. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I attempt the banjo, which I also know not how to play. So that'll be a fun episode. No. Oh, my God. Anywho, in his poem, Lorelei, betrayed by her beloved, of course, is accused of causing the deaths of several men by bewitching him, bewitching them. And honestly, good for her. Right? What is it? Good for her. <laughs> you go, Glen Coco. Consigned to a convent, Lorelai requests permission to go up to the Lorelai Rock for the last time to view the river and falls to her death. I love that she's like, can I go to my rock? And they just like, you mean the Lorelai rock? Yes, I, Lorelai, would like to go to the Lorelai rock. Like, they just named it after her. Right. Or maybe she named it after her. I know. Anywho, in the years that followed, other poets and authors came up with varying versions of the story. And you can also find a song by that name. I'm sure by now there's many a song by that name. Right. Mark Twain's A Tramp Abroad talks of her... A tramp as in like, you know, like a a vagabond, Mm -hmm. you know, not like a hoochie abroad, you know? (laughs) I I like a hoochie abroad. (laughs) A hoochie comma abroad. (laughs) That'd be a fun certain type of movie. Anyways. A tramp abroad. That's why I giggled to myself when I said it, because I, I felt like a, a floozy abroad. Yeah. <laughs> but A Tramp Abroad talks of her origins in which he referenced the book Legends of the Rhine from Basel to Rotterdam. The actual origin of the name is probably different. The heavy currents of the Rhine, along with the waterfall nearby, would create a murmuring sound that would be amplified due to the echo produced by the rock thus resulting in the rock being named Lorelei or Murmuring Rock. So that's their explanation. I'm like, y'all are no fun. It's, right? it's No, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful, scary singing lady. Thank you very much. <laughs> but she's not even the only singing nymph. No. There are more. Uh, Mummel Lake, so or Mummel Sea. Okay. A.K.A. Mermaids at a Lake. Yeah. Water nymphs at a lake, so... They're everywhere. Literally everywhere. Like, at this point, I'm convinced you can't even take a bath without one of them showing I know. I'm pretty sure you asked that, right? Right? When we covered yeah, the when they're like, oh, they will get you. Uh, you can't take a bath. Stinky. Can't go in the pool. Can't go into a jacuzzi. My God. It's like when you're a kid and you have that irrational fear that there will be a shark in the pool. Dude, yes. <laughs> now it's going to be just like you're scared of mermaids in the pool. It's going to drag you down. It depends on how magical they are, because I could see them being able to somehow travel through drains and shit. Yeah. Like, as long as there's running water, maybe they can get you. Mm-hmm. That being said, who knows? Maybe we'll maybe. do a Mermaids Part 2. Honestly. Because, again, there's still more to talk about. I just thought they were like, you know how, um, I don't, you know what, I'm not sure if this is relating to just the book in general or the whole concept of um, Iris, how you can, like, Throw a gold coin or a what was it? Um, I don't. Is it a euro? No. A pound. What do What do you use in like? 
Don't ask me this. <laughs> I, I know. Don't I don't know, know. why. I asked. A coin. <laughs> yeah, you throw a gold coin into like a rainbow, and like they appear. A rainbow. Yeah, a rainbow. Interesting. Yeah, and then she appears. She's, yeah. If she's not, if she's straight, I swear to God, she's, she's coming out of not. a fucking rainbow. Yeah. She cannot be straight. No. <laughs> but it, that's how I figured like mermaids would be. It's like they're just essences that yeah, can appear like anywhere. Just, you know. Yeah. You bring water, and they're all like, "I'm here." <laughs> pour out a water bottle what the fuck do you want you're like hey girl all right how you doing it's like just a puddle in the water a puddle of water on the floor with a face i was like what do you you call a mermaid barbie and i was like murby hey murby that just sounds like a mermaid furby Oh, so that's, ugly. that sounds like a curse. Oh, why is oh, this no. in my brain? <laughs> Hi, Marby. Horrible. <laughs> okay, go on. Murby's a sad. <laughs> damn it. Fuck. <laughs> Great. But yeah, Mummel Lake or Mummel Sea in the Black Forest region is a glacial lake, which sounds so refreshing. Glacial lake said to be created during the last ice age about 10,000 years ago. So a very old Crazy. lake. Now popular with tourists, it has been associated with several myths and legends for a long time as, as anything old. Mm-hmm. Uh, sea, situated amidst the dark fir trees, is supposedly named after the water fairies or sprites. Although in the local dialect, Mummel also refers to water lilies. Ooh. The book Legends of the Black Forest by Alex. God damn. Excuse the German. Alex Wurtenberger. Wurt? When the U has the two dots. Wurt? Wurt? Sure. I'm trying to think (laughs) of another word with that. I feel like I like a seal. I'm like, Wurt? Wurt? (laughs) Let me see. Wurtenberger. Oh, the you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bartenberger. I don't know. Uh, tells the story of the king of Mummelsea who lives underwater, mm. along with several water nymphs who come out on the surface to bathe at night, but stay underwater through the day or as water lilies in the surface. If the water spirits are angry, the water level seethes, as, as was the case when a peasant fell in love with a nymph and tried to find out where she came from. The stories say the nymphs are actually the nuns who once lived in the monastery that stood there. What the heck? So random. Nuns to mermaids. Mm -hmm. Or to nymphs. Were they kidnapped? That sounds like none of your business. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, listen, it doesn't matter how you got there, girl. I get it. (laughs) Sounds like a a docuseries from nun to nymph. The the Lizzie story. The the untold story. The untold story. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'd watch it. <laughs> Honestly, that sounds like a fun... The drama. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. With Megan and me and the water nymphs. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate it so much. Anyways, a similar theme is seen referenced here when the monastery is said to have been swallowed by the lake when a nun fell in love with a farm boy. Now, there's your Ooh, novella right there. I know. And then there's also, and I've mentioned this one before, too, and... I Again, with the pronunciations. The modern myth of Der Grossman. Der Grossman. Der Grossman. And 
back to referencing old episodes, if you want to hear me talk about that one, you can also go to the Slenderman episode. Mm-hmm. God, what's with all the callbacks I today? Knew, I know. That's all. That's actually the whole, uh, what is it, topic of this episode. Apparently. Just like talking about all the other episodes we've done. You know, all the millions of episodes. It's We swear like it's been Wait, what episode time. is this? Is this going to be 20? Oh, no, we passed 20. We're like, oh. this is either 21 or 22. I already no forgot. Because we're one ahead, right? So this is like 22, I believe. No fucking way. Yeah, we're ahead. It's... I don't even no. think it's it's no it's November third to them I believe. No. Anyways, we are so Der Der Grossman, catch him on the Slenderman episode as well. Mm-hmm. Well, since you're since you're listening to every single episode anyway, right? So. Obviously, as the story goes, he would follow bad children who made the mistake of entering the ba- the black forest. Ooh. He would chase them until they confessed their bad deeds to their parents, or he caught them. To make, to make this myth even more creepy, there are documented cases of children disappearing around the time this myth was in full swing in the 16th century. Mm. Gross. Mm-mm. You're gross, man. Uh-huh. Gross. <laughs> Literally. Another one of the more interesting Black Forest Germany myths involves the monks from St. Blazin. Blasien? Blasien? No, that's French. Blazin. Let's call it Blazin. I'll be... It was said that there were some monks there who were unusually cruel and would torment the other members of their abbey. So fucking straight up bullies. Mm -mm. Of course, being so cruel, they actually stayed as ghosts after their death so they could torment them even more. Ooh. Dicks. They're just like, I'm just going to stay behind to even for, I'm going to supernaturally torment you. you Right? Eventually, word of the cruel behavior of these ghosts reached a particularly devout capuchin monk from Staufen. Did you say nice? Yeah. (laughs) Like, they're haunting from beyond the grave to make you suffer. You're like, nice. Yeah. (laughs) Sick. That's rad. That's awesome, bro. Sublime. Sublime! (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm saying nice. Sorry, because I was like thinking about it. I'm like, why did I say nice? But I'm saying, like, nice, because it reminds me of a little something I'll be talking about ah, later. So I'm, like, okay. mental. You're mental somewhere else myself. mentally. Yeah. <laughs> and over here, like, you're such a bitch. And <laughs> you're like, like, they're fucking with them. And I'm like, nice. <laughs> it's like, actually, that is totally not rad. Not rad. That's it's sublime. So, <laughs> that's not even sublime. It's not even divine. No. Brian Gosling would be so pissed right now. No, he wouldn't. In fact, he would come in here to tell us something, which he should mm, right he, now. Yeah, actually. Come in here. Shirtless. Ooh. Thank you very much. Bring your buddy Pedro if he's around. Pascal? <laughs> Pedro Pascal? Is that you? Oh, not him again. Daddy? I'm your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he's been in too many episodes. That's uh, okay. <laughs> he can be in another one. Come on. We talked about mermaids. He has to be present. Of course. Our favorite mermaid, Pedro Pascal. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> Anyways, back to the devout capuchin monk from Stofen, <laughs> played as played by Pedro Pascal. <laughs> he, did, <laughs> he took it upon himself to travel to the abbey. When he arrived, he exorcised the cruel ghosts and captured their spirits in sacks. 
We were talking about sacks. Oh, right. The sacks. Uh, he captured their spirits in sacks. Weird. So like a bag, a burlap sack is what I picture anyways. Yes. Like a bag <laughs> of potatoes. But instead of potatoes, it's, it's ghosts. It's really mean bully ghosts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He then threw them off of Feldberg Mountain and into Feldsea Lake. So he didn't even like, he didn't, I wouldn't even consider that an exorcism. That's like a relocation yeah, or something. Yeah, honestly. He just tossed them into the forest lake to, they're going to fly out of the sack and roam free. <laughs> right? They can't drown. Fortunately, though, I forgot about this part. The lake was home, was the home of dwarves who did away with the cruel ghost. So the dwarves actually got oh, rid of the ghost. I see, I see. So they're being relocated and they're like, well, Fuck, now we have to deal with these Yeah, they're assholes. like, I don't want to deal with this asshole. It's like, listen now, you think you're a bully? No, no, no. I am the bully of yeah. bullies, and I'm getting rid of you. Thank you very much. Yeah, blunk. Mm-hmm. Dwarves. I didn't even realize. So we're back to episode, episode one. one. The one that's dwarves. Oh, my God. We are, all the callbacks We are just today. covering them, covering all our bases today. Every single one. <laughs> and, that's, and this is just my story so far. Mm-hmm. So Just wait uh, until I bring up Mothman. No, just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> all things. It's like, actually, another myth is that of Mothman. No, just kidding. That would be, I wouldn't put it past them. Right? Okay. Wait. He's appeared... In Germany, right? Wasn't that one of the places? Yes, I want to say so. (gasps) What if it was there or nearby? Oh my god! Okay, so actually, go listen to the Mothman episode real quick and get back to us. (laughs) Jesus Christ, we're I'm telling you, we're covering it all, soaring through the episodes. (laughs) It's like you know, you know, uh, what is it, soaring California? Oh my god. That, that's what we're doing. Yes. You know, cruising world. <laughs> <laughs> Just going through them all. Hey, that's a fun game. Hacking up a lung over there. We have a monster, actually. That you're going to say we have Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, and his and his gremlin pet. <laughs> Dobby. Dobby. <laughs> hey, so an, another myth is that of a werewolf. Ooh. Someone here is possessed by an owl. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who? That's the thing I... Wait, no. <laughs> That's such a Go fun... Go listen to our owl up. episode. Oh, my God. I didn't even mean to do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I... Anywho. Hey. <laughs> Another myth is that of a werewolf. The uh well the Black Forest Germany myths also include an interesting werewolf one. Anyways, legend has it that the sheep were going missing. Mm. Of course, it was assumed that wolves were to blame. Right. One farmer had had enough and decided to stay up late to see if he could do anything about it. One night, he spotted what he thought was a wolf, so he shot it, but could not find the body anywhere. The next morning, there was no trace of the wolf, but one of the villagers was found in bed wounded. Oh. And the rest is history. Right? It's, it's, it's Lechusa said it. Yes, I knew it. (laughs) It was the witch. The witch. (laughs) Not a witch. Go listen to the episode. I'm just saying. And then I have... Some random facts that I didn't know where to put because they're not even like 
paranormal. They're just oh, okay. interesting about interesting the forest. Interesting facts about the forest. There, there's just like three. Okay. okay. So the park, you know, it the, the it's it, it's a national park. So they were referencing to it, referencing it as the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, has mixed spruce, fir, and beech as like the trees the in trees. there. Yeah. Their job is beech. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ken. But yeah, spruce, fir, and beech trees. Uh, so the soil in the Black Forest is not rich in nutrients and is naturally actually acidic. So it's like a very acidic forest ground. Hmm. That means only highly specialized plants and fungus species can survive there. You can't plant like a normal thing. It's too acidic and it's not nutrient rich, which is crazy. Interesting. Ferns and mosses particularly grow here, grow there in large numbers. So yeah, it's a lot of ferns, mosses, beach, fir, forest situation, and spruce. And spruce. Can't forget the spruce. Fun. Spruce it up a bit, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so there's that. And then, of course, one that I, I didn't even think about, and I'm like, well, duh. Black Forest Ham originated from this region. What the heck? That's literally where it got its name. Interesting. As did the Black Forest Gateau, which is also known as the Black Forest Cake. Or black forest cherry cake. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. And is made with, in case you didn't know, made with chocolate cake, cream, sour (laughs) cherry. It's made with spruce. It's made with spruce, fir, and beech. No, just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Gross. No, it's uh, chocolate cake, cream, sour cherries. They're very specific. Mm -hmm. And kirsch. Kirsch? I didn't look it up. Okay. You know, what? you know what? Let's just, because I, I keep For not. shits and giggles. Kirsch. What is Kirsch? Oh, it's a liqueur. Oh. It's, or just, it's Kirschwasser, or just Kirsch, or Kirschwasser, probably. Clear, colorless brandy. Oh, nice. Traditionally made from double distillation of Morello cherries. So more cherry. More cherries. Okay. A dark-colored cultivar of the sour cherry. It is now made with other cherries. They mm. are fermented completely, including their the pits. Yeah, it's That's so not. Interesting. And unlike bra- other brandies, it's not sweet, and it's sometimes made from straight-up fermented cherry juice. So it's just the, the sour. Ooh. I think it's just sour. Okay. And forty percent alcohol. In case you were wondering. Nice. I, I assume you you cook out the alcohol, but. Oh, maybe you're just getting lit off this black forest cherry Dude, cake, right? I would like to try it, though. I'm not. I'm not big on uh, chocolate and cherries myself. I would try it. You like the the chocolate covered cherries, don't you? I do. Yeah. yeah. So I figure maybe this will be right up your alley. Mm, yum, <laughs> yum, yum. But yeah. So and Kirsch. We learned what Kirsch is today. <clears throat> and the black forest variety of phlegm. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Flam <laughs> cooch. Flam oh. <laughs> buoyant cooch. Actually, okay. Ooh, that, what is it? Lorelai's got <laughs> No, it's because I, I added, it was just like a little fun fact cooking section. So I, did, I hadn't read this bit because I was, I was, and I'm just like, I'm sorry, what? The flam cooch. Excuse me? Excuse me? Squeeze the flam cooch. (laughs) 
the black forest variety of <laughs> I'm sure that's not what it Flamkush <laughs> is a Baden specialty made with ham, cheese, and cream. So it actually the Flamkush okay. has cream. <laughs> it would have cream. I'm so sorry, Germany. <laughs> oh man, we're really gonna we're gonna we're check butchering it. the crap out of it. I'm sorry. Maybe I shouldn't have picked the German thing. I'm offending the Everybody. entire country. Um, oh no. <laughs> Fankuchen. <laughs> We're children. I, I'm guaranteeing. Sorry, we three. This is not the pronunciation. <laughs> I'm butchering. It's P-F-A-N-N-K-U-C-H-E-N. Fankuchen. Fan, fan I don't, I'm not crazy. Fankuchen. <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> The uh, fan cooch was fired. next to the flam cooch. We're fired. <laughs> but the fan. <laughs> I can't say it. Oh my god, the fan coochin. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I will. I I'm gonna have to look up the pronunciation yes. after this. You should do it right now. Yeah. Actually. No. I, let me just finish this because otherwise we're never gonna get through. A crepe or crepe like pastry, and then they say ear cushion or palace shinken. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? What? I can't do this German. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a crepe or crepe-like pastry and that is also common in the area. Okay, now let's let's go find this. Let's go look it up. And and while I look this up, I will give you my last fact that it is the birthplace of the cuckoo clock. Ooh. Can we not just say it was... It, it translates to pancake. Oh, what? Which, which one? Pankuchen. Maybe it's kuchen, actually. This whole time? Maybe. Let's see pronounce oh there's no street hmm that's fun i'll have to sit through a youtube video for this one it'll wow. usually cut to and how they say it let's say it all together Fankuchen. 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 now let's split the word into syllables <laughs> and then pronounce each syllable one by one Fankuchen. <laughs> Fankuchen. <laughs> Pankuchen, which yeah now that you say it like that i'm like okay maybe it is pancake i don't know and then they have Pankuchen, and then they have ear or palatschinken it's gonna be the it's gonna be something like oh a cookie and i'm like are you fucking kidding yeah germany is yelling at us for sure oh my gosh i hope they're laughing at us not just yelling So, so yeah, also, they're like a, a palette, palette, that one is a crepe. It's like a, what did they just say? Crepe-like variety. It's like, it's like an Austrian crepe. There we go. Mm. That sounds good, actually. Now I got it. Palacinke. 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 So what it's is like that a, one? That, that's the Austrian crepe situation. Oh, okay, okay. I was curious, so I looked it up because I'm like, how the hell do you say that one? <laughs> Anywho, and that is the end of my story. A very silly, silly end, I guess. Lovely, lovely. A, a very offensive ending for all of, for all of Germany. <laughs> for all and of Germany. I would like to greatly apologize right now. <laughs> Catch me making my video in my gray hoodie against like a random wall with tears down my face saying i'm so sorry i i can't i can't no, no but yes i really am my that pronunciation is not great Mm-mm. i'm not german 
You're like, I'd like to start off by saying that German is not my it's first like, language. It's like you're just going to hear an editor's story at the beginning. Just sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Pankuchen. Pank. <laughs> Sublime. <laughs> Sublime. Sublime. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, we're definitely fired. Um, I think this is a good time for a break. Yes, let's And then we'll please. come back and I'll tell you guys my story. Okay. Get your sublime pankuchins ready. We're back. We are back. And I have a story and a half for you. I am covering the Aokigahara Forest, also known as the Suicide Forest in Japan, and the Yurei. Uh, so literally a story and a half. Oof. Uh, Obviously, trigger warning. <laughs> yes, I will. You know what? I had it kind of like before I got into the touchy stuff, but okay. I'll just say it now. Yes, as a disclaimer, some of the notes that I'm going to be talking about are, you know, obviously a very sensitive topic. Obviously, I feel, I feel like the name. Yeah, the gives that, the so. name in its own like says it. So, just if you guys want to skip ahead, I do get into a slightly more like light-hearted topic towards the end so you guys can just skip a little Which, bit ahead also we don't end on like the lowest of notes ever. yes i had to move around my notes because i was like yeah that's not gonna work mm. well i mean we could have flipped if, if anything yeah but i wasn't all, sure all was, as well yeah i didn't know who was gonna go first so i was like let me just make it at the beginning of my notes and also you know in case y'all don't know there is a suicide and crisis hotline i didn't know that you could text it oh. you can now uh so it's available 24 7 for calling and texting the number is 988 and it provides 24 7 confidential support to any people who are in suicidal crisis or mental health related distress so with that you know out there i'm just gonna get right into it the alkiga Aokigahara Forest is at the foot of Mount Fuji in Japan. The forest is incredibly dense, as are most forests, and mm. basically can mute all sounds. Wow, I didn't know that one. Mm -hmm. I, did, I, I think I had an idea of it, but I didn't know why. So I guess it's just the vegetation there is so dense, the oh. wind doesn't get through, oh. and animals apparently seem to avoid this forest, so all you can hear sometimes is the sound of your own breathing. Oh, that's so weird. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's one of those, like, spooky things where it's just, like, you feel completely alone, you know? Mm. Even though there's, like... Uh, and all the more scary if you do hear noise. Exactly. Uh. Uh, the soil covers a magnetic iron base, so things like compasses, GPS devices, and cell phones usually don't seem to work around here. Of course. Although some people say that they, mal that they malfunction because of demons that live in the forest. Mm. <laughs> and obviously because, you know, the loss of, um, what was it say? Because all these things aren't working, there's a very high chance that you can get lost. Yeah. So they're very um, upfront about don't walk off the, the uh, what's it called? The path. Yeah. You have to stay on the path. And they have like signs everywhere kind of leading you through Good. if you do go and visit. In the forest, you can find a few ice caves. One of them is called the the Narusawa Ice Cave, and there is a long-standing legend that says that the cave is inhabited by a dragon god who protects Japan and carries suicides to the bottom of the sea 
where they are where they are judged oh my god i can't english where they are judged and punished for taking their own lives in japan suicide has always been an honorable deed the samurai performed a ritual seppuku Mm. also known as harakiri when things went wrong went went the wrong way really quick I'm just going to say there's a lot of Japanese words. I looked up as many as I could for the pronunciation, but if I say them wrong, I'm sorry. I tried. Ugh, yeah, not you me covered, with my German. Yeah, you covered oh, the, no. the German, and now yeah. I'm covering the Japanese, so I, I'm I sorry. I will say a tip I have noticed that helps is pronounce them as if you were pronouncing them in Spanish. Yeah, some of them actually were, like, with the R's. They're, like, softer R's. Um, yeah, because I've, I've actually heard if you know Spanish, uh, your accent in Japanese tends to be a little better because Ooh, some of the pronunciations are similar because you, you very much say At least the in the way, way that pronounced. you read them. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay, yes. So when things went the wrong way, uh, during the ritual, the samurai slit their own stomach open with a razor-sharp knife without giving a single kick. After that, when the samurai was still able to, he would stab his heart with a knife. Nowadays, this tradition is luckily no longer applied, but suicide is still seen as a way of controlling your own life. Um, Japan's suicide number is the highest of the entire world. And it is believed that this is because of the people in Japan lead a more stressful life compared to other Mm. countries. And this is coming from an article who am I to say whose life is more stressful than someone yeah. else's? But I am not from Japan and I don't know what their life is like. So I can't say anything about it either. You know, mm-hmm. it said that Japanese society demands a lot from its people, um, including losing one's job, for example, is one of the main causes for suicide. Most suicides occur in March when I, I guess for them, that's the end of the fiscal year. Mm. So they go out into the forest and hangings and drug over overdoses are usually the most popular ways to go. The large number of suicides at Aokigahara has been blamed on the novel. I forgot to look this one up. Kuroi, Kuroi Jukai, I think, which means the Black Sea of Trees. And this one is by Seiko Matsumoto. And in the novel, two of the lovers commit suicide in this particular forest, but this was already a popular popular location for suicides, mm. so they're kind of like, it wasn't us, you know? Yeah. Like, I wasn't to blame for peaks in suicides. It mm. just so happened, you know? And there was also another one called The Complete Suicide Manual, where Aokigahara was referred to as the best place to die. Ooh. So, yeah, not a good look for them in general. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound like a good book to be pu- publishing. Actually. Yeah, seriously. So, since 1970, there have been search parties organized by the police and volunteers to recover bodies from the forest. There are still Japanese warning signs all throughout the forest trying to persuade people to get help. Most of the warning signs have messages like, think about your children and your parents gave you life. <laughs> the yeah, they have basically been actively trying to change the reputation by turning this more into a tourist attraction rather than a suicide forest, mm. um, which is kind of hard to do when 
the name people look up is literally suicide force yeah so maybe it, maybe that there's your place to start mm-hmm. so um but they do try to like you know make it more of a i mean it's it's beautiful and mm-hmm. it's such a big place for them history wise yeah um that they still constantly are trying to bring people in mm-hmm. obviously uh they're just trying to veered yeah veer people away from that yeah (laughs) what's the word (laughs) um okay so the forest was popular for the ubasite ritual in the 19th century this was when food would become scarce the sons would carry their elderly parents to the forest on their backs sometimes it was also the blind and the deaf and they would leave them behind with no food or water And this was a form of euthanasia, um, which was claimed by Japan as folklore. But there's a lot of people who still think that these are real stories, which they believe is why it explains the amount of yure in the forest. Mm. So yure stands for, or sorry, yu stands for dark and rei for soul or spirit. So just dark spirit. They are vengeful Japanese specters coming to haunt the living by tormenting those who visit the forest and luring those who are sad and lost off the path. Well, yeah, if someone just kind of left you there, I could see yeah. that energy being like, well, I'm going to mess with you. Yeah. Or like, oh, you're here and you're perfectly healthy. You're probably going to come leave someone. So I'm going to haunt you mm-hmm. or something. Uh, that's why... This kind of reminded me of um, the one you mentioned earlier, which was like the vengeful spirits who were kind of like haunting people yeah. um, for what was it like revenge or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, same thing. They were probably Yurei, but in Germany instead of mm. Japan. So in the legend, le- in the legends and myths, Yurei are often the deceased who suffer a violent death, a tragic fate, or those who have not digested their torments on Earth. Since they are unable to find peace, they are imprisoned in limbo forever. Um, these supernatural beings are part of the yokai family. Mm-hmm. The yokai are, I think the translation for it is roughly strange apparitions. And they are a class of supernatural entities and spirits in Japanese folklore. So according to their beliefs, each individual has a soul. And when a person, in, and when a person dies, the spirit detaches from the body and joins the ancestors and becomes a guardian for the family. Mm-hmm. If their death is violent, or if the religious rites were not carried out normally, the deceased may some like would sometimes turn into a yurei. If the deceased is overwhelmed by negative emotions, such as anger or sadness, it would also find itself unable to find eternal rest and come back to haunt the living in order to take its revenge. So it's, it's kind of typical ghost lore, where mm-hmm. it's like unfinished business. Yes. It's like it either just can't find its body or it doesn't want to and is there to like revenge yeah basically find revenge and yeah they can haunt a person an object or in this situation the aokigahara forest there are different types of yurei in most cases they appear or sorry how they appear depends on the circumstances of their death they retain the features and the clothing they wore when they were mm. when they died or were buried, which means that they are usually dressed in white burial kimonos or the uniforms of fallen uh, fallen warriors. 
Occasionally, they would have bloody wounds, indicative of the way they died, and their hair is usually long and disheveled, often obstructing their face and adding to their disturbing appearances. You know, that's giving... Um, it reminds me of The Grudge. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It w- I think... Um, I've never seen the movie, but that came up a lot. I believe well, it's a... the movie originated a- to... It originated as a Japanese movie, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yes. That is going crazy. I yeah, keep I seeing it out of the corner that. of my eye. The EMF is just like blinking like crazy. As soon as you started talking about the grudge. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, because I remember there there's a Japanese version and then they made they made the American version. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. Um, but yeah, it, I heard it's really scary. Ooh, we should watch it. Why night? Oof, both versions. <laughs> Compare ooh, and contrast. Ooh, I'm down. Dang. Uh, <laughs> well, we should do the ring too, because the grudge, the grudge always reminds yeah. me of the ring. I think both of reason. them are um, from a lot of this folklore. Yeah, I, I could think. see that. What with the white, the white, and the hair. The hair, the, yeah. <laughs> yes. So their hands were also they would hang limply from from their wrists. They are translucent and only faintly visible. Since they are no longer part of this world, the Yurei cannot walk on the ground like humans would. They wander in limbo, which gives its correct characteristic of a floating appearance. In some cases, they would carry a... Oh, I forgot how to say this one. Hiraikakushi or something like that? Hiraikakushi. Hitaikakushi, I think is what it is. <laughs> or a talisman. Again, um, sorry, sorry, any Japanese listeners. Yeah, I really just like froze on that word because i yeah. know in my head i could hear it but it's not coming out of my mouth um but yeah so it, they would wear that or a talisman on their forehead which is supposed to ward off evil spirits the creature was often accompanied with will of the wisps to signify the appearance of a of a paranormal phenomenon mm. which i'm like that in itself is already a freaking paranormal phenomenon why would you need will of the wisps right it's like i'm looking at a ghost i don't need something else to like to let to me the, know let that me, it's let me adjust the vibes you know <laughs> exactly i was <laughs> i don't know i thought that was funny i'm like mm-hmm. yeah the the floating and the translucence wasn't enough them, for me it wasn't to enough. get the point it's like you know what that might just be a uh projection but Oh, I see the Will of the Wisps now. No, definitely a Yurei. <laughs> they are capable of invoking powerful curses. So if you are haunted by a Yurei, you can use a... Per- you can use a... Shoot, did I delete something? You can use... I must have deleted something. I, I lost well, the... That's we'll like never the know. Important part. It's like, <laughs> in order to kill the demon, it's very important that you... Gone. Anyway, <laughs> hold on. Let me see if I have it on my other notes. Let me see. It reminds me of that. Uh, if you know Brittany Broski, she's like, you know, if you have depression, have you ever tried just, or you know, doing? Maybe that'll help. You know, it's just like, girl. I know. Shoot, where did I leave it? Okay. If you are haunted by a yore, you can use a talisman to ward off evil spirits. But the only way to eradicate it is by bringing it eternal rest. So first, you need to understand what the ghost is asking for and what the purpose of the revenge is. If they have a failed funeral ceremony, 
You can soothe his or her soul by performing funeral rites or, fi or finding an honorable grave. Sometimes the URA simply want justice. This is frequently the case when they have been persecuted. Exorcisms performed by a Buddhist monk is sometimes necessary when the vengeful mm. spirit still does not disappear after all. I did not know Buddhists could perform exorcisms. So I thought that was interesting. <laughs> I would. Uh, I'm like, I wonder if every every religion has their own version, like of a version an of it. Exorcism. I mean, that's something to look up one day. Yeah. Episode. Oh, well, there exorcisms. you go. Our exorcism episode will probably cover that. Who yes, knows yes. when we'll do it. Make a mental note. Exorcisms <laughs> around the world. I know. That's a book I would read. Yes. Definitely. Or like a documentary I would watch. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> TM. TM, TM. Um, okay, so now I'm going to list off different type of URA. The first one is the one that I'm assuming is haunting the forest, and they are unreal, I think. Mm -hmm. They are vengeful ghosts who return from the beyond, and after a very violent and tormenting death, they are condemned to wander on Earth looking for vengeance. So that's the unreal. Then there's the ubume. And this is a woman on the point of giving birth. And it is a ghost from a mother who died giving birth or died leaving young children behind. Aww. Yeah. This Yuri returns to care for her children, often oh. bringing them candy. That's I nice. thought that was really sweet. That's like the wholesome version of La Llorona. <laughs> Damn. Well, you know what? Someone like had to her, have one. That's like her polar opposite, you know? Yes. That's her good twin. That's like freaking. What's her name? The fuck, why can't Ooh. I remember names today? I'm thinking of Glenda and um, oh, the wicked witch. Uh, I don't if, remember, I don't remember if if Ava, Ephaba, something Ephaba? like that. Is that her name? Why, One am, of those. I, why am I, I don't blanking remember so it. hard today? My brain is just not working, but yeah. that's who they are. It's just you like know, polar opposites. <laughs> Like, not that they're polar opposites, but I think because Japanese is in the mind, I thought of Hank Hill and his Japanese half-brother. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what they are. That mm -hmm. episode was a trip. I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. The next one is Goryo. They are vengeful ghosts of the aristocratic class, mm. especially those who were martyred. And then the next one I thought was funny because, again, we're bringing them back up because we cannot escape oh, them. Go. The ghosts of those who died at sea. These ghosts are sometimes depicted as scaly, fish-like humanoids, and some may even have a form similar to a mermaid or a human. Oh, my God. <laughs> Clear. <laughs> and, oh, I don't even think I said the name. Funayure. Interesting. Uh, the next are Zashiki Warashi. And these are the ghosts of children, often mischievous rather than dangerous. I don't know if they're just... I don't know why they would still be around. I thought that was sad. I'm like, well, did, are you still looking for your mom? <laughs> like, oh, what's going so on? Sad. Yeah, I thought that one was a little sad. Uh, then there are the Fuyure. These are floating spirits. These spirits do not seek to fulfill a specific purpose and wander aimlessly. In ancient times, it was thought that the illness of the emperor of Japan was due to these spirits floating in the air. Hmm. Can you imagine? You're just like, <coughs> sorry, there was too many urays here. Oh, my God. It's giving like, oh, I have the vapors or your vapors. Are mm -hmm. off. You know, the, all the 18th <laughs> or I say 18th century. I don't even know. 
all the Victorian, like, your humors, but to, it will affect your humors. Oh, my so. God. <laughs> then there is the Jibakure, and these are earth spirits, similar to Fuyure. These spirits also do not seek to fulfill a specific purpose and instead are tied to a specific place or situation. Famous examples include the famous story of Okiku at the well in Himeji Castle and the hauntings in the movie <laughs> Juon the Grudge. So I'm hey, assuming that's the Japanese grudge, yeah. So those were Jibakure. And I... Oh no, this is, I thought this was the last one. It's not. There are Buddhist ghosts. These are mm-hmm. two types of ghosts specific to Bo- Buddhism, both of which are examples of unfulfilled earthly hungers that continue after death. They are different from other yurei, um, mostly just because of their religious nature. And these are Gaki and Jikiniki. <laughs> Jiki... Jikininki. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a funny word to say. And the last one is Ikirio. And these are basically in the Japanese folklore. And this one I thought was like really cool. It was the last one I put on here. It says, not only the dead who can manifest their desire to be haunted are, um, or sorry. Uh, fuck. How did I read this? It is not only the dead who can manifest their desire to be haunted. Living beings possessed by extraordinary jealousy or rage can unleash their spirit in the form of a ikirio, a living oh. ghost that can carry out its will while alive. Interesting. <laughs> wait, 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 so it's a human kind of making, creating a ghost to do its bidding sort of a situation? Yeah, so I think what it was is like, um, it's almost like the jealousy or the rage kind of possesses you and takes your soul out of your body and that being will haunt somebody else i see interesting (laughs) probably the person you were so enraged or whatever yes no because i was like are you telling me you're manifesting another being aka a tulpa aka black-eyed fucking kids (laughs) aka the last episode yes wow and that is it we covered all of them no just kidding all all the things almost the only one we didn't was like the conspiracies, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's conspiracies mm-hmm. surrounding the forest for whatever reason. Oh, there has to be. I'm surprised there's no aliens. They, Yeah, there are. There's oh. actually a few. Ah, well, we'll there to, you go. We'll have to cover those at a later time. <sighs> um, and here's the last bit from my story. In Japan, yurei and yokai are particularly, particularly active in the summer during the obon period and usually appear at night. Obon is a three-day festival to welcome home the spirit of their ancestors. So mm. they're doing it in the summer, and we're doing it in now. The fall. Yeah, <laughs> like when you re- when it's when this like, comes it's out, it's like they're the other los muertos almost. Yeah, it's basically like Which, this. Oh, just, for for anyone listening, the other los muertos was yesterday, I believe. That's what I was gonna ask. Okay, this November second. Got it. Just passed. Hope you guys had fun. <laughs> Left some conchas for your relatives and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to put, you know, pictures out for the ofrendas if you Remember do that. Me. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't forget to put apples. <laughs> all, all if you're wicked, you know. Even, even though my, I don't, my family doesn't do that. But Mm-mm. 
I don't either. I'm just saying, you know, for the people who do any of the any yeah. of those rituals, don't forget to do it. <laughs> another one for another day, Dia de los Muertos. Mm-hmm. Next oh, year. Yeah. Next year, yeah. Why not? Dude, I know. This year would have been good because it would have been the day before. Now we think about it. Wow. <laughs> it's okay. Next maybe year, next year it'll land right on the date. Actually, yeah, that it might, unless it goes backwards. Mm. Or there's a leap year. Oh, that's right. Don't mind me. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> is it cover me? <laughs> November, what did I say it was? First? Second? Friday? First and second, I think it is. Right? Is it? For the other Los Muertos? Yeah. I think it's just on the second. Oh, then it. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, well, the, it works either way because next year it's on Saturday. Oh, okay. So it's it'll be it'll the day before. It'll come out right before. Yes. That being said, Google calendars, they do not talk about... Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> they don't mention when it is on their calendar. They have oh, all these holidays, yeah. but they don't mention the other Well, because it's not a U.S. national holiday. I right? guess. Yeah, November 1st to the 2nd. Oh, okay. Is when it usually is. So it will be right on. See, I next told you. Year. We're gonna, let's see if we remember to do it. Guys, remind us next year, <laughs> maybe the week before, like, to hey, do Dia de los Muertos for Halloween. Fucking do Dia de los Muertos. For Jesus Weenie. For Jesus Weenie. No, not no, Jesus Weenie. <laughs> hey, and then we brought, we, and yet and another episode. And we brought episode. it back. <laughs> Did we do them all? Is that all the references? No, there's a couple. What are we missing? I don't even remember. Oh, Poltergeist. Oh, yeah. We didn't bring even up though, Poltergeist. Even though, which I'm surprised we didn't, considering all the ghosts I you covered. I know. We didn't talk about the massive mm, something on a massive horse. Oh, Denver. <laughs> Why would we talk about Denver? I don't know. D-I-A. D-I-A. That one always comes back, too. Yeah. You know what? That one comes up enough. That's why we forgot about it. So we don't, we don't uh, need it. We didn't talk about Garth Brooks and all of, the dead Of bodies. all things, we did talk about Bruno. I, <laughs> you know, we're over... Well, no, that that would have been insensitive, actually. There you go. Um, But, yeah. I'm like, now I'm, now I'm convinced. I'm like, wait, what do we, we did? Let's go through. Oh, we didn't talk about Disneyland. Mm-mm. Disney Japan. Now we did. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> I wonder if they're haunted. Bloody Mary or um, what other one did we cover that day? Shit. Bloody It was right there. Spicy Lady Double Feature. Is it but not like, on the description? Oh, there's a description. Huh? Bloody Mary and La, La Llorona. Llorona. We did talk about La Llorona, yeah. so we talked about that episode. Okay. Mothman, we briefly mentioned. Mm-hmm. Now we look, we did DIA. We didn't talk about our local haunts, but actually we can talk about our local haunts <laughs> right now. Right now. Right now. Because that also had, what was it? Like um, Hell's Gate and everything. Hell's Gate. And it had all the canopies, the dense the woods, forest. even though it's not a forest. Yeah. But Turnbull. Turnbull. Yeah. No, because they had the local... I think it was for the sheriffs or something. We're doing like a, a fundraiser, but it was like a pumpkin patch maze oh, situation. Okay. And the maze was Hell's Gate themed. Oh. Like you walked through some gates and then it was all, 
you i enjoyed it just because it was long it was like a nice little hike through their little oh okay. it was like a, a a good chunk of a trail yeah that they use nice though that being said it's a good thing you didn't go <laughs> Oh, were there clowns? There was a whole clown room. <gasps> oh, no. Like, literally, because it was, like, the outdoor trail. And then it went into, like, this little building that I assume they use for, like, random things. I, I don't know exactly what it would be used for. And then it was, like, it had multiple rooms. And then it was, like, one of the rooms was, like, you know, asylum-themed or whatever. Oh, And okay. then there was, like, an era, like, this way to the clown room. And we're just, Ugh. like, well, it's a good thing she didn't go. That being said, you, I feel like you could totally doubled back and they would not have told you anything because it mm. wasn't that huge, that, yeah. that room. So you could have U-turned. And then, yeah, there was just, like, a whole room full of, like, mannequins and people and stuff gross though it was it was cool in the sense that it was black lit mm-hmm. so it was very colorful with the black light because they okay. had they were doing neon colors all over the place so. oh nice that's nice but yeah and then it was so cute because they actually had kids being scare actors too oh so they're little children and i was like oh my god that's pretty cute and then the people in front of us brought their kids mm-hmm. like kid kids like six oh and i'm like y'all are crazy but whatever the, actor, take to that. the actors were nice though okay. they might have been younger honestly because they had them in a wagon like oh you know, like, okay yeah and then like i was dying because like the, the the scare actors were like being nice to them and like occasionally be like hey good job you're doing good oh, you know breaking yeah, character yeah. to say hi but then the child actors one of them literally was like to oh. one of the little oh. kids because it's a kid and he they just told him go scare everybody yeah. he's like well i'm not gonna pass this up oh my god <laughs> i was just like that kid's oh, a dick i, I love, love it, it. <laughs> are we the worst oh my gosh we didn't talk about god i'm like over here like we talked about all of them we didn't talk about knots we didn't talk about whale didn't jail we? oh whale jail or vegas vegas wow. we talked about lakes oh yeah we did we didn't talk about Edinburgh. 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 Every time. Okay, it's literally in the name. We didn't talk about the Puente Hills Mall. No. We didn't talk about Danny Masterson and how trash he is. No. Though it's a bonus episode, so I say that doesn't count. Yeah. I mean, we covered a good chunk of them. Now we covered them what all. What was it? <laughs> in case you were wondering if this is your first... Actually, this is a good random episode to start on because... Oh. Because we cover... We literally just mentioned all our other episodes. So if you're interested. Yeah, like literally go and listen to them. Go and listen. Mm -hmm. Our EMF has gone crazy today. It has something to say. Apparently, and its name is Becky. With good hair. No, with the bad hair. The grungy hair. Oh, now you don't want to blink. Last time I said Becky and it just blunk like crazy. I'm like, (laughs) is your name Becky? And it was like, I'm not going to say. Sorry, I thought you said Bert. <laughs> my, name just is, <laughs> my name is actually berkeley no. <laughs> uh, fun fun God. fun well that was our episode i really hope you guys enjoyed this one there's plenty more scary forests so mm-hmm. don't you worry we will do more in the future yes maybe we could do a little like Grimm's fairy tales episode that'd be a fun one like a story time if you will Ooh, that'd be fun because I, I enjoyed reading about the pied piper i was <laughs> i was gonna do like oh maybe i'll do a brief little summary of the rest but the rest mm-hmm. are like the little red riding hood which we've all oh, heard yeah, we a million them. times over so yes. it's just like 
can skip that. Yeah. Han- Hansel and Gretel. Hansel. Hans. Oh, Hans. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you for listening. Don't. Oh, well, it's already It's too passed. late. I was going to say, turn in your stories. Yes. But you better have turned in your stories. I hope you guys did. And if you didn't, you should still send them in because we'll do another episode eventually. Yes. I was going to say, or we'll sick Mothman on you. But some of you freaks would like that, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Nasty. Yeah, Dirty yeah. girl, you. Just kidding. <laughs> How about if you do send in a story? We'll, we'll read them. <laughs> we'll read them. And maybe Pedro Pascal will come visit you. Definitely. Maybe. Yeah. See, now we all the stories are going to be my stories. So <laughs> <laughs> We have him on speed dial. Of course we do. Of course we'll, we do. We'll contact him via EMF. Yes. And if not, we'll send him a water message, you know, because we're mermaids. Oh, mermaids. We're all connected. Super what easy. What is it? Morse code through bubbles or Call something? on the conch. <laughs> on the conch. <laughs> on the, on the pancuchin. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I can't where I'm like, what the hell is this pronunciation? It's a fucking pancake. I'm like, literally the worst. I'm over here dying over pancakes. (laughs) God damn it. Again, excuse my German, but pankuchen. Sublime. 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 It was pankuchen. 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 Sprickens. No, I'm done. That's me. Okay. This is enough for us today. We're done. Goodbye. It's late. We're tired. Paranormal Plunge pod on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Dot com. Dot net. Slash CA. Dash net. Bye. Bye.